0: This is Adam Holes. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast football is back and so am i. I haven't released an episode in a little while. I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl was the last time I had a podcast episode. So we took a little bit of an off season like the NFL did, but the NFL season is back, the podcast is back. We're ready to go. We're going to release an episode just about every single week as we had been doing last NFL season. We won't just cover NFL, I'll get into some UFC, some baseball, a little bit of everything as I usually do, but the number one focus as it always is, is the NFL. The season came back. It brought the podcast back. I'm excited to jump back into everything. This episode is going to be a full NFL season preview episode. I'm going to give my quick take on all 32 teams. I'll be picking all eight of my division winners. I will predict the whole 14-team playoff field for this season. So again, just a full season preview. But before we get into it, I do want to say that we are sponsored by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Go to LaTouraine.com and use my promo code AHS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. We are also sponsored by Pick'em Wars free-to-play contests, real cash prizes. Go to pickemwars.com, enter free contests. If you're the winner, you get paid out in real cash. We also have Team Clicks, sunglasses, and blue light blockers. Team branded, all the different leagues, all the different teams. Very cool style. Check them out at TeamClicks.com. Clicks with an X and use my promo code, AdamHolesports, to get all of your best offers and deals. That same promo code, AdamHolesports, will get you all of your best deals and offers at fanatics.com. Fanatics has team branded anything you can think of. So anything you're looking for, go to fanatics.com. Use that promo code, AdamHoleSports for all of your best deals. I also want to say that Rave On Sports is back again this season. I will once again be hosting Dallas Cowboys games as I have done so in the past. Anyone who's checked out Rave On Sports, you know that app is a whole lot of fun. We chat live during the Dallas Cowboy games We're in on all the action. We react as it happens. If you haven't checked it out yet, you should. Just download the app. It's on Apple. It's on Google. It's called Rave on Sports. And you can join me there for all of the Dallas Cowboy games. But they cover all of the NFL games. I just host for the Dallas Cowboys. And one other new thing that I have going on for this season. I am appearing on a fantasy football reality show. It's streamed on social media and on YouTube. It's called The Trenches. New episode episodes are released every thursday i am one of the 12 teams that will be competing on the trenches for a big cash prize you can check me out there as i said youtube social media it's called the trenches and it's a fantasy football reality show i am one of the 12 teams on that okay so the last thing i want to say before i get into this episode is all of those deals that i just said all of those announcements everything that i have going on for this podcast all of the nfl and fantasy football articles that I write can all be found on my Twitter page. Follow me on Twitter. The handle is at Adam sports. Everything I do is always announced there. And there's always direct links to everything as well. I put my pinned tweet at the top of my Twitter page with my most recent podcast episode. If you click on On that pinned tweet, there will be a list right underneath it of direct links to everything that I just talked about. So make sure you follow me at Adam Hole Sports on Twitter so you can stay up to date and get all of your best deals. Okay, so with all of that being said, let's now get into our NFL season preview. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to go division by division. I will go worst to first for each of the four teams in that division on how I believe things will shake out. So I'll start with the the team that I think is going to come in last place in the division. I will work my way to my prediction for the division champion for this season. I will start with the NFC East, and the team I think that's going to come in last place is going to be the New York Giants. Look, the New York Giants hired a new general manager, Joe Shane, new head coach, Brian Dayball, in this offseason. They decided not to pick up the fifth year option on quarterback J- Daniel Jones' rookie contract. That kind of means they're restarting, doing over things. In New York. The Giants are gonna go through a little bit of a rebuild, a little bit of a reset. This is probably the last year for Daniel Jones before Shane and Dayball get to pick their new quarterback next year. So the Giants being really bad this year might not be a terrible thing. The draft next year is supposed to have some really good quarterback prospects at the top of the draft, especially Bryce Young from Alabama and CJ Stroud from Ohio State. So the thing with the Giants is I think what would be more of a disaster season for the Giants is if the are like bad or average but like not bad enough to get one of those top picks because I can't see the Giants making the playoffs at all I think this is kind of a lost season for them so they'd be better off being really bad and getting one of those top draft picks so that Dayball and Shane can pick the quarterback that they want rather than being like mediocre or below average and not making the playoffs and also missing out on the big name quarterbacks so for the Giants unless they can come up with a miracle and somehow make the playoffs which I don't see happening. I think the best case scenario for the Giants is to kind of be as bad as possible so that they get their shot at the quarterback. Now, in third place in the NFC East, I have the Washington Commanders. They were a below average team last year. They upgraded their quarterback position like they really wanted to during the offseason, but they had to settle for Carson Wentz after being unable to get some of the bigger names that moved, such as Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Now, Carson Wentz is an upgrade from what they had last year, but he's not a huge upgrade. Wentz played for the Colts last season. The Colts had a much better roster last year than the Commanders do this year and Wentz wasn't able to get the Colts to the playoffs so I don't see how he's going to get the Commanders to the playoffs. My second place pick in the NFC East is the Philadelphia Eagles. Look I know the Eagles got better this offseason specifically trading for AJ Brown. Everybody thinks that the Eagles had a great draft which they may have but the draft is really a lottery. We don't know if they had a good draft in Till like a year or so down the road and you can see how those players really are and even with the AJ Brown thing AJ Brown's biggest weapon is that he's a great deep threat and Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts really struggles to push the ball downfield so maybe Brown is going to help Hurts develop his deep ball a little bit by having a true deep threat wide receiver but right now stylistically I just don't think that fits as well again I admit that the Eagles got better during the offseason I'm not sure how much better and they were significantly worse than the Dallas Cowboys last season I don't think the Cowboys and Eagles were very close the Cowboys were one of the better teams in the NFL all season they won 12 games they looked great just about every week I think there was a very large gap between the Cowboys and the Eagles and though the Eagles closed that gap a bit I don't think they closed it all the way to the point where they're going to win this division from the Dallas Cowboys who for me I am picking them as the NFC East champions I'm not as optimistic about the Cowboys this year as I was prior to the start of last season I felt much better about them last year than this year specifically because of the Amari Cooper and the wide receiver situation no more Cooper now I think that our wide receiver room is a bit of a weakness unless Jalen Tolbert can like surprisingly be better than I think he is and maybe he will be the Cowboys actually do have a history of finding very good quality receivers in the NFL draft I mean CeeDee Lamb Dez Bryant are the two most recent ones and they were both studs obviously so maybe Tolbert will be better than I'm giving him credit for but I do think that wide receivers are a bit of a weakness this year though I do think CeeDee Lamb is going to be one of the very top receivers in the league. After Lamb, I just don't think they have a ton to offer. The injury to Tyron Smith at left tackle, that's obviously a huge loss for the Cowboys. He's one of the best tackles in the league. More on the positive side though for the Cowboys this year is the defense. Last year, they obviously took a huge leap defensively than they had the year before. Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator, made a huge difference compared to Mike Nolan. Night and day, I think they will take another step forward this this year with a year of Dan Quinn under their belt. I think they can make more progress forward, especially when you have a superstar like Micah Parsons. He was an awesome find for the Cowboys in the draft last year. He's among the favorites this season to be named defensive player of the year. I think he can have a huge season. He's going to be a force. I think the Cowboys defense will be good. I think the running game will be good. I think Dak Prescott will be good. The receivers worry me a little bit. And again, I'm not as optimistic about the Cowboys boys this year as i was last year but i do still think that they're good enough to win the nfc east division okay so moving on now to the nfc north the last place team for me in the nfc north is the chicago bears they appear to be going full rebuild mode they got rid of khalil Mack. they got rid of Allen robinson they're kind of just starting over from fresh they got their quarterback last year in justin fields and moving forward they're going to try to build around him but i think this is going to be an ugly year they really don't have much to offer this season as they go through their full rebuilds. Third, I have the Detroit Lions. Their rebuild started a couple years ago. They've started to add some talented players now. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, DeAndre Swift. They're starting to build a team. They're definitely not quite there yet. Their big thing too is that Jared Goff is not going to be their quarterback of the future. They don't really have their answer there yet. They haven't addressed it yet. Maybe next offseason is when they do so. Depending on what their record is, maybe in the draft, maybe a free agent. But again, the Lions building towards something, they're improving. But they're definitely not there yet. Now, for the top two teams in the NFC North, a lot of people like the Vikings to take this division this year, especially because the Packers lost Devontae Adams. But I'm still putting the Vikings in second place. They didn't get really much better from last season in terms of roster wise. They did get a new head coach. They signed Kevin O'Connell from the Rams, an innovative, offensive minded coach. I think that's great for them, especially with the weapons that they have on offense. Dalvin. Cook was top 5 in rushing yards last season, Justin Jefferson was top 5 in receiving yards last season, so they obviously have dangerous weapons on offense, but despite those great weapons, they still didn't find a way to get into the playoffs, so something's got to change a little bit with the Vikings, I don't think they're quite ready to dethrone the Green Bay Packers yet, even with the Packers losing Devontae Adams, they still have Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is coming off back to back MVP seasons, sure losing Devontae He could take a little bit of a step backwards, but I still think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. He may get off to a slow start this year. I could definitely see that happening, but by midseason end of the year, I think the Packers are going to look pretty much like the Packers always look. They have two good running backs. Their defense is really good. They were good last year. They'll probably be better this year with a healthier Jair Alexander. So for me, the Packers are still the best team in the NFC North. Moving on now to the NFC South last place in the nfc south is an easy pick it's the atlanta falcons a lot like i said with the bears the falcons are currently going through a full rebuild they got rid of matt ryan this offseason they got rid of julio jones the year before another complication for the falcons this year is calvin ridley got suspended for the entire season for his gambling allegations so things might be pretty ugly in atlanta this season they have marcus Mariota at quarterback which i'm not too optimistic about Mariota. I think he's kind of just a placeholder for their future, which could be Desmond Ritter, who they drafted last year. I think at some point this season, they are going to hand it over to Ritter just to see what they have there. But for now, it's Mariota, and I fully expect the Falcons to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this season. Third place for me is going to be the Carolina Panthers. Now, I think the Carolina Panthers can be a sleeper team this year. I'm not quite picking them to make the playoffs, but it also wouldn't shock me if if they found a way to get into the playoffs, especially if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, he's still one of the most talented offensive players in the league when he's healthy. He hasn't been able to stay healthy the last couple years, so if he could stay on the field, the Panthers still have a shot to be a good team. They upgraded at quarterback, obviously. They got Baker Mayfield, and if the Panthers can get like the twenty twenty version of Baker Mayfield when he led the Browns to the playoffs and won a playoff game, and combine that with the help. Christian McCaffrey, who is only the third player in NFL history to have a thousand rushing yards and a thousand receiving yards in the same season. If both of those two things can happen for them this year, they do have an outside shot to make it to the playoffs, but I have them barely on the outside looking in. Now for me, in second place in the NFC South, I was very tempted to pick the New Orleans Saints to win the NFC South this year. I really like what they've done. I'm a believer in Jameis Winston. He was 5-2 and two last season before he got injured. He had 14 touchdowns and only 3 interceptions. I think he's finally grown up a little bit, maybe worked out his interception issues that were a big problem for him, obviously, earlier in his career. The injury was unfortunate. If he's fully healthy, I do think Jameis Winston can continue to take step forwards, especially because they got him some new weapons. I mean, they signed Jarvis Landry, very solid receiver. They drafted Chris Olave, who I think could have a breakout rookie year. Olave likes to go deep. That's where he does his best work. Jameis Winston is a deep ball quarterback, so I think that pairing there makes a lot of sense for Olave and Winston. And then the other big thing with the Saints is if Michael Thomas can come back and be healthy. He didn't. Play at all last year as he dealt with injuries. He's supposed to come back this season. So, if you give Jameis Winston, the talented rookie in Olave, two very good route running possession, mid range type receivers in Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas, and with Alvin Kamara behind him, I think that can be a very productive offensive unit for the Saints to pair with their defense, which has been one of the best defenses in the league over the last couple of years. So, I like the Saints a lot this year. I feel very good. about the saints i was so close to picking them to win the nfc south especially because they've had recent success against the buccaneers and against tom brady but i am still picking the buccaneers to find a way to win their division i think the buccaneers might get off to a slow start this season Uh, with all the messiness with what's going on around tom brady in this offseason the loss of gronkowski chris godwin's a little bit banged up leonard fournette was reportedly out of shape when he came to camp They had some issues with injuries and losses on the offensive line, so there's a lot of things kind of working against the Buccaneers right now. I could very well see them get off to a slow start to the season. They might lose a couple of games early, but it's still Tom Brady. It's still the Buccaneers. They have one of the best rosters in football. Kind of like I said about the Packers, come mid-season, come late-season, as the playoffs are coming around. I think once again, everybody will be talking about the Buccaneers being a true contender. For the Super Bowl. So they are my pick to find a way to win the NFC South. Though I did really want to pick the Saints in an upset here. Our last division for the NFC, we're going to go out West. Last place for the NFC West for me is an easy one. It's the Seattle Seahawks. They are another team that's in a rebuild right now. Look, they're giving off the vibe that they think they're going to be a competitive team this year. They kind of have to do that. They can't say they're tanking, they can't say they're rebuilding or that this is a lost year. Here, but I mean, they're going into the season with Geno Smith and Drew Locke as their two quarterbacks. That's the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. They obviously traded Russell Wilson to the Broncos during the offseason. They decided not to bring in any type of replacement. They also got rid of Bobby Wagner during the offseason, so both their offensive and defensive captains were shipped out. To me, that's the clear sign that the Seahawks are kind of starting over. And they may be taking the tank strategy to try to get one of those high draft picks to draft one of those quarterbacks that I talked about at the beginning of this analysis with the Giants so that may be what the Seahawks are looking to do here in third place in that division I'm going with the Cardinals I know there's a lot of things to like about the Cardinals they made the playoffs last year Kyler Murray exciting quarterback he has weapons the defense is pretty good but it just bothers me the way that the Cardinals collapsed last year now they were the last team that was still undefeated during the season last year then as it got late they just completely fell apart there was a while where they looked like the best team in football and then they just couldn't do anything towards the end of the year and then eventually lost that playoff game and just looked terrible in the process doing so I think that's an issue with the head coach Cliff Kingsbury who I don't like at all I'm not a huge fan of Kyler Murray I used to be a bigger fan but there's just something about his attitude lately that I'm just not believing in Kyler Murray anymore I think this is going to be a down-year year for the Cardinals I have them in third in their division and I actually have them outside of the playoffs this year so second place in the division I'm going with the 49ers I think that the 49ers and Rams are going to compete for this division thing with the 49ers obviously is the new quarterback Trey Lance he only started one game last year when Garoppolo was out he will enter this season as a starting quarterback for the first time in his career he brings a different dynamic to the 49ers offense he's an excellent rushing quarterback so he can do stuff with his legs that Garoppolo definitely can't do so that's going to add another layer to the 49ers offense the big question though is just is he ready to be a starting quarterback now again he only started one game last season he looked pretty terrible in that game but it's hard to judge a quarterback by just one game now maybe luckily for the 49ers they decided not to trade away Jimmy Garoppolo he will serve as Lance's backup so if Lance is a disaster or looks completely lost the early part of the season who knows maybe the Niners go back to Garoppolo who they have had a lot of success with but I do think that Trey Lance is going to be a viable quarterback I think his threat with his legs are going to make the 49ers a much more dangerous team even more so than they were last year when they made it all the way to the NFC Championship game where they lost to the Los Angeles Rams who I am picking to win that division again this season. I don't expect the Rams to repeat as Super Bowl champs or anything like that. Matthew Stafford has a little bit of an elbow injury going on. He apparently had offseason surgery. He says he's good to go but it's kind of lingering a little bit the injury we'll see if that affects him at all especially early in the season now i don't expect cooper cup to have a repeat triple crown performance like he did last year but obviously stafford and cup showed great chemistry i think they're going to be a dynamic duo for the next several years or so together what i really like about the Rams this year is their rushing game and their defense their defense was very good last season obviously they have Aaron Donald arguably the best overall player in the entire NFL they have Jalen Ramsey arguably the best corner in the NFL and during the offseason they decided to add Bobby Wagner as a centerpiece linebacker who is one of the very best middle linebackers in the NFL so at all three levels of their defense they have one of the best players in football that's a great thing obviously for their defense i think their defense is going to be one of the best defenses in football this year and i think they're going to lean pretty heavily on their running game because i think cam akers has a big chance to be a breakout star this year he was injured pretty much all of last season his rookie season he showed a lot of flashes that he had game breaker type ability and he could be you know a top running back in the nfl he's kind of gotten forgotten about a little bit after he was missing pretty much Much all year last season i think he's going to come back strong this year i think he's going to have a huge season i think that the rams are going to be very good this year but i think they're going to look a little bit different as opposed to that high flying passing attack from last year i think this year is going to be more of a dominant ground game play action type offense with an absolutely dominating defense and that's why i'm picking them to win the nfc west so that makes my four division winners for the nfc i have the cowboys the packers the bucks and the rams i know it's a little chalky for the division winner picks of the nfc but that's what my analysis goes with the three wild card teams that i'm picking one is the new orleans saints which I talked a lot about how much I like the Saints this year, how much upside I think they have. And if all things can click for the Saints, they can win their division. And I think that they can actually be a contender to win the NFC conference altogether. Second wildcard team that I'm taking is the San Francisco 49ers. If Trey Lance works out the way that they're envisioning it, They are going to be a very dangerous, scary team with how good that they run the ball already and then adding the rushing quarterback into the mix. That could be a big problem for opposing defenses. And the final wildcard team that I'm taking for the NFC is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. I think the innovative, offensive-minded head coach can maybe bring this talented offense to the next level. And I also think the Vikings have a huge benefit that they're playing in a relatively bad division. They get two games against the the Bears two games against the Lions there's a good chance that's four wins right off the bat so the favorable schedule the new head coach that makes the Vikings my final playoff team from the NFC moving on now to the AFC and we'll start with the AFC East My last place team in the AFC East is going to be the New York Jets. Look, I like what the New York Jets are doing right now. I think that they're really headed in the right direction. They seem to have drafted some really good talent like Sauce Gardner, like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore from a year ago seems to be an upward trajectory. They have two good young backs in Brees Hall, Michael Carter. So I think that they're really building their team out very well. I like Robert Sala as their head coach. They have some good pieces on defense as well cj mosley in the middle there one of the top middle linebackers in the game the big question is obviously their young quarterback zach wilson how is he going to develop he showed flashes of really good last season he also went through periods of very bad last year unfortunately for him he's going to miss at least the first four games of the season as he got injured in the preseason. That's a bummer for the young quarterback. You want every game you can, especially when you're a young developing team trying to get some chemistry, trying to get things rolling. So unfortunately, the Jets are going to start the year with Joe Flacco. That's kind of a disaster. It would be no surprise to me if they opened 0-4 or however many games Flacco starts if they lost all of them. Unfortunate for the Jets. So again, I think the Jets are heading in the right direction. I like a lot of the pieces that they're added they're just not quite there yet okay so third place in the afc east i have the new england patriots now i know the patriots made it to the playoffs last season bill belichick obviously the best head coach in the nfl he's a mastermind their defense is always going to be solid as it always is my major concern with the patriots is their offense they decided not to name or hire an offensive coordinator very strange situation with the play calling With the offensive design there. I just don't like it. Especially for a young quarterback like Mac Jones. Which I'm not super high on Mac Jones anyway but giving him this weird confusing situation I think is very counterproductive to his development so I think the Patriots offense especially on paper too they're one of the worst offenses in football they really don't have a whole lot of weapons they don't really have a dominant running back though they ran the ball well last year like there's no one really to be afraid of on the Patriots offense I know they can scheme they no longer have Josh McDaniels though he took the Raiders head coaching job he's been designing their offense forever and that's where a lot of their scheme offensive success has come from so I don't know I just see the Patriots struggling to score points this season I have them third in the division and I do not have the Patriots as a playoff team this year my second place team in the division is the Miami Dolphins I'm not as down on Tua as most people are. It seems like everybody has all these terrible things to say about Tua and how bad of a quarterback he is. I think it's getting a little bit overblown. I don't think Tua is a great quarterback right now, but I don't think he's nearly as bad as most people make him out to be. And I think he can take a big step forward this year, especially with the favorable situation that they gave him. They hired an offensive young head coach in Mike McDaniel coming over from the San Francisco 49ers, that Kyle Shanahan tree. So he should be able to give some fun new stuff to Tua, especially with the weapons that they added. They traded for Tyreek Hill, one of the most dangerous wide receivers in the NFL, to pair with Jalen Waddell, who had an awesome rookie season last year. We'd probably be talking about his season a lot more if it wasn't for how good Jamar Chase was. Jalen Waddell was great last season. And then they also added Chase Edmonds in the backfield. They added a whole bunch of stuff for the Dolphins offense just to give Tua the best chance possible for success. Hill, obviously the biggest of those additions, as well as the head coach. I see the Dolphins as a team that is going to compete for a playoff spot. I think they're going to more be in the wild card mix because I don't think anybody in the AFC East has any chance of beating out the Buffalo Bills for the division crown. Now, there's so many things to like about the Bills. They've won playoff games in the last couple consecutive years. Josh Allen looks like a trajectory to be an absolute superstar. He's the preseason favorite to win the NFL MVP. The Bills last season had the number one ranked defense In the NFL, which could be even better this season because they signed Von Miller, who's probably the best pass rusher of the last decade and just helped the Rams win a Super Bowl last year. So enormous addition to the Bills defense that was already the top-ranked defense in the NFL. Allen with his unlimited potential. They added another running back in the draft and James Cook. So again, there's nothing to dislike about the Bills this year. They are the preseason favorite to win the Super Bowl. The only concern concerning thing for me is just it seems like absolutely everybody is picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl this year. Sometimes when it's that consensus and that much all in agreement, things don't go the way everybody thinks that they're going to go. But as long as the Bills stay healthy this year, I can't see them not competing for a Super Bowl. They're clearly one of the best teams on paper. They've been on an upward trajectory. They just seem like they're on their way there. They're clearly one of the top teams in the NFL. And again, as long as they all stay healthy, I don't see any way they're not in the mix for a Super Bowl at the end of the season. Moving on now to the AFC North, which is one of the more competitive divisions, my last place team in the AFC North this year is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's mainly because of their quarterback situation. I always like the Steelers' defense. Of course, they have TJ Watt, one of the best pass rushers, arguably the best edge rusher in the entire NFL, and they always find ways to scheme up good defense, good linebackers, good coverages, and blitzing schemes. So I think that their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. I absolutely love Najee Harris, their running back. One of the best dual threats in the entire league. He had an awesome rookie season. He was a workhorse over 300 touches last year I expect him to have another huge season so between their rushing game and their defense I think that they are going to be in a lot of games but I just don't think that they have the quarterback to win enough games to really compete for a playoff spot this year they're going to open the year with Mitch Trubisky eventually Trubisky is going to turn it over to the rookie Kenny Pickett who was the only quarterback drafted in the first round this year I like Pickett I think he has a chance of being good he's in a great situation with the Steelers. He has a good core of wide receivers. He has an excellent running back. And he played at Pitt University, which used the Steelers facilities. So he's in a favorable situation for himself. He should be comfortable in his rookie year. It's not like a big change, culture shock type thing. He can kind of stay home in the area he's familiar with. So I do like Pickett. I just don't think that the Steelers are good enough this year, especially at quarterback with that situation to really compete much in a very tough division this year. My third place team in the AFC North is the Cleveland Browns. I might feel different about the Browns if they were going to get Deshaun Watson for a full season, but with his 11-game suspension and Jacoby Brissett playing quarterback... I have them as the third place team. Now, the Browns are going to run the ball as they always do. They're one of the most run-heavy offenses in the NFL. They have three quality running backs. Nick Chubb, obviously one of the best in the league. Kareem Hunt might be the best second running back in the league. And then Dearness Johnson showed last year that he can produce in this system as well. And kind of like I said about the Steelers, between the Browns' rushing game and defense... And they have a better all-around rushing game than the Steelers. They have a much better offensive line than the Steelers. And their defense is just as good, if not better, than the Steelers as well. Which is why I'm putting the Browns above the Steelers. Again, if Deshaun Watson was going to play for a full season, I might be more optimistic about the Browns. But with Brissett playing more than half the season, I see the Browns as a team that's going to be in a lot of games. They're going to compete in a lot of games. But I think they're going to fall just a little bit short of the playoffs this year. My second place team in the AFC North is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Now, of course, that is contingent on Lamar Jackson playing this season. I think he's going to play. We all know he wants his big long term contract extension. He's been fighting for it all offseason. For whatever reason, him and the Ravens can't come to an agreement on the terms. Maybe he wants more money than they're willing to give him. It was looking like for a while that Lamar Jackson was going to hold out for that new contract. Now it looks like he is going to play. He's been practicing. He's been in the facilities, but he did say that his deadline for a new contract is by week one. It seems like he means he's not going to negotiate a contract during the season, but he could throw a curveball and said, look, my deadline was by week one. You didn't give me a contract, so I'm not playing. I don't think that's how he's going to handle it but it is a possibility as long as Lamar Jackson does play I think that the Ravens are going to be right in the mix competing for a playoff spot competing for the AFC North I think their defense this year is going to be a lot better than it was last year they had like an infinite list of injuries on their defense last year all levels but their secondary in particular their secondary was so banged up and hurt last year they got torched by opposing passing games all year now that they should should be healthier on the defensive side as a whole i think that unit will be much improved we all know the ravens can run the ball with the best of them in the nfl that harbaugh roman system that they have designed over there with lamar jackson with all the running backs with the tight ends so as long as lamar jackson plays as long as the ravens stay healthy i definitely think they're going to be right in the mix for a playoff spot and they can definitely contend and take the afc North. From the team I'm picking to win that division, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals defending AFC Conference Champions from last year. They really haven't lost anything in terms of roster going into this year that they had last year. Jamar Chase, obviously breakout rookie season, one of the top receivers in the NFL, not just one of the top rookies. Him and Burrow have that chemistry. They played together at LSU. They're now playing together with the Bengals. I don't think last year was just one of those standout rookie type performances. I think that's going to be a just about every year kind of thing for Jamar Chase. I think he will consistently be one of the best deep threats in the NFL. I think he's going to score a ton of touchdowns. I think him and Burrow are going to continue to be on the same page and he just has the talent to be in that absolute elite class of wide receivers. They have the running game with Joe Mixon to go with it. Their defense is serviceable. It's it's good. It's not great, but with how many points their offense is going to be able to score and when you have a guy like Burrow at quarterback who just knows how to find ways to win games. The big thing for the Bengals is they have to protect Joe Burrow. He got hit way too much last year sacked way too much last year he was always under pressure now they made moves to improve the offensive line hopefully they play better than they played last season burrow already missed pretty much all of his rookie season or at least half of his rookie season due to an injury he was able to stay pretty healthy last year but you have to protect your young quarterback you don't want him to keep getting hit keep getting injured it's going to hurt his development potential is sky high for burrow obviously he made the super bowl in his second season he has the pieces around him to continue to be successful so that would be the one concern with the Bengals is they have to blow lock on the offensive line, but if that offensive line is improved from last year, the Bengals are going to be a serious threat again, because despite how bad their offensive line was, they still found a way to make it to the Super Bowl last year. Okay, so moving on now to the AFC South. Easy pick for last place in the South. For me, that's the Houston Texans. Like a few other teams that I've named during this podcast, the Texans are in a full rebuild right now. What it's about this season for the Texans is seeing if Davis Mills is their future quarterback he was kind of thrust into a starting role last year he was kind of drafted as like a speculative quarterback developmental project maybe backup maybe one day he turns into a starter but because of their circumstances last year he got thrown into the starting role and he quietly had a very good season he was actually one of the better rookie quarterbacks last season they need to see this year if that was kind of a fluke or if he's going to continue to develop is he their quarterback? of the future or are they going to be another one of those teams in the mix for one of those big names in the draft next year? That's the big question that the Texans have to answer during this season. My third place pick for the AFC South, and this might be a little bit of a controversial pick considering that they were the one seed in the AFC going into the playoffs last year, and that's the Tennessee Titans. I don't like that they got rid of A.J. Brown. He was their lone good receiver on that team. Now they have a whole bunch of question marks on the receiving they drafted the rookie burks but you never know with rookies they added robert woods who's good not great and he's had his injury problems as well a lot of question marks in the receiving core they're going to fully rely on derrick henry as they usually do. He got hurt last year too. It was his first major injury of his career. We'll see if that's going to be a trend moving forward with the amount of work he's gotten in Tennessee. He's the most heavily used running back in the NFL. We'll see if the wear and tear is something that's going to get him injured more often. I actually lean on the side of Henry being healthy this year, but I just don't think that they can continue winning by just giving Henry the ball all the time. I think Henry's going to have another huge season, but their lack of weapons in the passing game, Harold Landry on their defense was their huge pass rusher, him being injured makes a big difference, the Titans defense was good last season because of their good defensive line, I think they're going to regress a little bit this year, I just don't think they're as good as they played last season, so I think we're going to see just some serious regression from the Titans as a whole, I'm not a big believer in Ryan Tannehill, he had a bad year last year, he regressed a lot from his great season the year before i think we might see a situation with the titans where they struggle most of the year and at some point this year the fans might be calling for malik willis the young exciting quarterback prospect to take over that job from Tannehill. not sure if it'll happen this year maybe if the titans are out of the playoff race they'll do that or if Tannehill really has a disaster type season but i'm just not high on the titans this year i have them finishing in third place in the afc south And I have them finishing just slightly behind my second place team, which is the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I know a lot of people are high on the Colts this year. They barely missed out on the playoffs last year. All they had to do was beat the Jaguars the last week of the season, but Carson Wentz found a way to lose that game. That's a big reason why they decided to get rid of Carson Wentz. They traded him to the Commanders, and they brought in Matt Ryan to be their new quarterback. Now, Matt Ryan's a fine quarterback. He's a good veteran. He's a solid option there but like I just don't know how much better Ryan makes them than Wentz does at this point in their careers sure maybe a little bit but not a ton I like Jonathan Taylor he had an awesome season last year. I think he'll have another good year this year. I think he might not do as much this year as he did last year because he was just particularly off the charts last year, so he could take a little bit of a step back, though I think he will have another huge season. Their defense is solid too. I mean, for me, there's not much like not to like about the Colts, but there's also really nothing about the Colts that gets me excited or really optimistic about their season, which is why I'm picking them to finish second in this division and why my absolute favorite sleeper team this year is the team i'm picking to win the afc south and that's the jacksonville jaguars almost every year in the nfl you have a team at least one that goes from last place in their division one year to winning their division the following year i think the jaguars are the candidate to do that this year part of the reason is because i do think that the afc south is the weakest division in the nfl this year Texans aren't going to do anything, in my opinion, I explained that I'm a little bit down on the Colts and Titans. I don't like them as much as most people like the Colts or the Titans this year. I think that the Jags were the team that they truly did improve during the offseason. Now, they didn't add any huge game-breaking type players, but they obviously got Trevor Lawrence more weapons to work with. They signed Christian Kirk. They signed Zay Jones. They signed Evan Engram. That gives him three better options in the passing game this year than he had last year also they're getting Travis Etienne back home run hitting running back speed threat through his career in Clemson played together with Trevor Lawrence at Clemson so there's going to be some chemistry there hopefully Etienne didn't lose a step with his injury hopefully he can stay healthy this year because he can be that difference maker game breaker on the offensive side of the ball that they were missing last year they also added pieces to their defense they had a very aggressive offseason again they didn't have any headline type signings but they added a lot of quality. Pieces that make them a better team. The biggest thing that they did, though, after getting rid of Urban Meyer and that whole disaster of him being a head coach was last year, is they went out and got Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning head coach and a head coach that has a great reputation for developing quarterbacks. He's known as a quarterback friendly coach. I think that is a great thing for Trevor Lawrence and his development. I think people are kind of forgetting about Trevor Lawrence a little bit. I know his rookie year was not good last season was a bad season for trevor lawrence and it seems like most people around the nfl have already written him off as nothing special but just a year ago Prior to being drafted by the Jaguars, he was labeled as the best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning. Some people were calling him what Peyton Manning could be as a quarterback if he was more mobile. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still a special talent at the quarterback position. He dominated his entire high school career. He dominated his entire college career. Granted, he had a very bad rookie season, but I think he was in a very bad situation. He had a head coach who had no idea what he was doing he had a lack of weapons on the offensive side he has a much improved roster around him this year a much more functioning head coach and a very good head coach in Doug Peterson. I think all of those things, I think we're going to see a completely different Trevor Lawrence this year as opposed to his rookie season. I think he can be one of the most improved players in the entire league this year. That's why I like the Jags as my sleeper team. I'm taking the Jaguars to win the AFC South this year and punch their ticket to the playoffs. Okay, so that leaves the 8th and final division, the AFC West, which is on paper the best division in the NFL entering this season. All four teams in the AFC West have a strong case for why they should believe they could win this division. All four teams in the AFC West believe that they can be Super Bowl contenders this year and for good reason. This is going to be a fun division to watch, super competitive, all four teams are very good and one of the more difficult ones to pick because of that. But with that being said, my fourth place team for this division, it kind of hurts me to say it, but it's going to be the Denver Broncos. I'm actually a big Russell Wilson fan. I love Russell Wilson. I think he's an even better quarterback than most people give him credit for. When he's on top of his game, he's arguably a top two or three quarterback in the entire NFL. So I do love Russell Wilson, but it is his first year on a new team after spending his whole career in Seattle. I don't think he's going to have a bad year, but this division is stacked, and I think that is just why. It's more about the other three teams being better than the Broncos, than me not being high on the Broncos, because if the Broncos were in a couple other divisions around the NFL, I may even pick them to win the division, but the AFC West is so stacked that kind of by default, I'm putting the Broncos in fourth place. Not really Russell Wilson's fault. I think that this year may be a little bit down, a little bit off while he works out his new receivers his new system which he's never had to do before he's been in seattle his whole career and then the broncos also have a first time head coach in nathaniel hackett so a lot of change in denver their roster still looks great on paper as i said if they were in a different division i'd like them more to possibly win their division and head towards the playoffs but because they're in the afc west they are my pick to finish in fourth place My third place team in the division is I think a team that I might be a little bit higher on than most and that's the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not sure why people aren't giving the Raiders the credit that I think they deserve because they made it to the playoffs last season and they got much better during the offseason. They added Devontae Adams to their offense who is probably the best receiver in the NFL. I mean at least over the last 5 seasons he has the most receptions and most yards of any wide receiver in the NFL. so they added Devonte adams to an already good offense and an offense led by Derek carr that got them to the playoffs and then they also added chandler jones on defense one of the most consistent pass rushers in the nfl he's good every year productive every season pairing him alongside max crosby who took a huge leap forward last year that's a really dangerous pass rushing doer crosby and chandler jones Now, their deficiencies are in their secondary, but what can make up for a bad secondary is a strong pass rush, and Crosby and Chandler Jones are one of the best pass rushing duos in the entire league. So I think there's a lot to like about the Raiders. As I said before, they made the playoffs last year. They got much better roster-wise during the offseason. It wouldn't even surprise me if the Raiders straight up won the AFC West, despite how loaded the division is. I think the Raiders are good enough to win it. I think they're going to be right in the mix to win the division and definitely in the mix for a playoff spot. My second place team in the AFC West is the Chargers. The Chargers are a very popular, trendy pick to win. In this division this year, a lot of people even like the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl, and for good reason. Justin Herbert looks like an absolute superstar quarterback. Through two seasons, he's been absolutely unbelievable. His rookie year was awesome. He somehow got even better in his second season. He's pretty much returning all of his weapons on offense. He still has Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. He still has Austin Eckler in the backfield. I think he's going to continue to progress. He's already moving in he's arguably in the top five quarterbacks definitely in the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL he has the potential to actually be the number one overall quarterback in the NFL he is that good from the position they also got much better on defense their issue last season was more on the defensive side than the offensive side they signed the best cornerback available JC Jackson from the Patriots and then they also made the bigger move of adding Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa to make another dynamic pass rushing duo in this division. So again, a lot of things to like about the Chargers. The biggest thing that bothers me about the Chargers is last season in that game, week 18 against the Raiders, they had to win that game to get into the playoffs, essentially making it a playoff game. They lost that game to the Raiders. So those are the kinds of games that Justin Herbert's going to have to find a way to win if the Chargers are in fact going to be Super Bowl contenders, if he is in fact going to move into that absolute upper tier of of quarterbacks and you know make a case for being the top quarterback in the league those are the kinds of games he has to start winning he didn't get it done last season i expect him to be even better this year so the chargers clearly a dangerous team going into this season but my number one team in the afc west is still going to be the kansas city chiefs a lot of people are down on the chiefs this year because they got rid of tyreek hill they're questioning what mahomes is going to do without his number one weapon without one of the most dangerous offensive players in the NFL I think that's gonna motivate Mahomes to have a monster season I think he's gonna play with the chip on his shoulder I think he's gonna feel like he has something to prove this year with all of the doubters out there all the pessimism about his outlook I think he's gonna remind everybody why he's Patrick Mahomes why he's one of the best players in football why he's one of the most special talents at quarterbacks that we've seen in a very long time generational type player in four seasons as a starter he's already been to two super bowls he's won a super bowl he's won an mvp award and for some reason just because the chiefs traded tyree kill everybody thinks that the chiefs are going to have a down year and patrick mahomes isn't going to look like himself this year i see it going the other way i think he's going to be on a mission this year to prove just how good he is in that more so Tyreek Hill needed Mahomes more than Mahomes needed Tyreek Hill even though I think they're both great players and I think Tyreek can do good in Miami I don't think Tyreek's gonna put up the same kind of numbers with Tua and the Dolphins that he did with Mahomes and the Chiefs and I think Mahomes is still capable of putting up his usual type numbers even without Tyreek Hill it's just his production will be spread out more to other wide receivers as opposed to focusing primarily on Tyreek and Kelsey so the Chiefs Chiefs have kind of owned that division since Mahomes took over. I'm not picking anyone to dethrone him yet. And I'm watching Mahomes this year. I think he has a chance to have his best season of his career. That's saying a lot considering how good he's been so far. Because I think he's going to have that chip on his shoulder. And he wants to prove everybody and remind everybody just how good he really is. Okay, so that wraps things up in the AFC. Again, my four division winners were the Bills, Bengals, jaguars and chiefs and now my three wild card picks for the afc this season first one's going to be the chargers i said all the reason i like them justin herbert pretty much unlimited potential they just missed the playoffs last year they got better during the off season so i think they're going to find a way to get in this year number two i'm taking the ravens with that same contingency I said before as long as lamar jackson is playing this year and doesn't decide to sit out if he decides to sit out i'm going to you know discount the Ravens altogether, but as long as Lamar Jackson decides to play and he's all in this year, I have the Ravens making the playoffs. And then my final playoff team is the Raiders. As I said before, they made the playoffs last year. They got way better during the offseason with those two huge additions Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. So if they did it last year without them, I think they're gonna do it again this year with them. And I think that the Raiders are a much more dangerous team than most people are giving them credit for for okay so with all of that being said that wraps up the nfl season episode of the podcast i'm so happy football is back i'm happy that the podcast is back the nfl season returns so does the podcast as i said at the beginning of the show i'm going to try to get back to doing it just about every week i'll cover a whole lot of nfl i'll touch on other stuff as well just like the nfl off season is over the podcast off season is over also i'd like to mention one more time Sponsoring this show is La Touraine, Pick 'em Wars, Team Clicks, Fanatics, Rave on Sports, and also I will be featured on The Trenches. All of those links direct to all the stuff that I listed at the beginning of the show, all those deals will be on my Twitter page. Make sure you follow me there at Adam Hulse Sports. The links will be a part of the pinned tweet at the top of the page. So I hope you follow me on Twitter. I hope you come back again next week for another episode of the podcast. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.